So the problem I realized with uh, Thigh Boy Summer uh, and my five inch inseam shorts is that most of my boxer briefs are at least five inch inseams. So now I'm walking around like an asshole without, like with my boxers showing underneath uh, my my five inch inseam shorts. Um, which meant it's new underwear day. And uh, went and bought some, uh, some uh, not boxer briefs, some actual like proper underwear, which I haven't worn since I was probably my son's age. So that's fun. Looking forward. <laughs> Live from St. Paul, Minnesota, and only there, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. Okay, welcome back to another special episode. Um, ha ha ha, you thought this was episode 200. It is not. This is just a sub, uh, sub episode, uh, episode 199 alpha. Uh, there's a pug in the uh, bulldog. French I don't even. Bulldog. French bulldog. I don't. Dogs are stupid. Sorry. Um, Bugs are ugly. Uh, Episode 199, uh, sub-episode alpha uh, of the Dave's I Know podcast. Uh, we're talking Euros and Copa America and uh, AFCON. Or not AFCON, uh, AFC World Cup qualifying. Correct, MJ? Correct. All right. AFC Men's World Cup qualifying. Men's World Cup qualifying. Per perfect, yes. Um, we have the regular crew. We don't have a special... We, we don't, It's a special uh, podcast because the last time we did a Euro Cup podcast... Um, we neglected to allow our resident vagina to be a part of it. Um, vagina, thank you. Mostly because I didn't think she had any interest in it, and she there and expressly said she didn't have interest in it, but she was very insistent on being part of this one. So, hey, Jess, how's it going? To be fair, I was not very insistent. I said, if you're just inviting me because I gave you a bunch of shit about it, okay, I promise no passive aggressive bullshit. No Minnesota nice. I am not Minnesota nice. And then he was like, if you want to come, come. If you don't want to come, don't come. And I was like, well, I'm in. Yeah, I'm also, I don't have that Minnesota nice bullshit. Like either show up and do the thing or don't do the thing. It's it's totally fine. Um, but she has soccer opinions and we respect the shit out of them. So uh, we're excited to have Jess uh, here. And we also have MJ. Uh, MJ back again. How are you doing, buddy? Have you, ha by the way, happy birthday. You had your birthday yeah, yesterday. It? it was great. Uh, Grady and I watched uh, France versus Germany. And then we just sat around Blackheart, ordered drinks and shot the shit and uh, played some hey, pool. So. Hey, bud, I watched half of that game with you too. You did. And then you, I came back from the restroom at halftime and I was like, did Zeller leave? And then I said, did Kelly leave? And Grady said, yeah. So my question was, what did Grady tell you Like that, that made you so annoyed? You're like, oh, we can't hear. Usually I'm the one that annoys you and Kelly and makes you leave the bar early. Uh, no, it was just, it was, it was your uh, lack of presence uh, that uh, just, inf it just infuriated me. And you got your beer, right? You got the red card, right? Grady didn't steal that from you? Correct. Okay, good, good. Uh, no, I literally, I literally had to get get back home um, because I 
uh, was, you know, partially responsible for raising a, ch- a child, children, actually. So um, I needed to get home and help my wife out. So I, I was wait, I was trying to wait for you. I honestly, I waited as long as I possibly could. And then I was like, fuck, man, I got to bail and get and get home. Um, and I also, I also had a uh, uh, job interview uh, on, over oh, the phone congrats. as well. So, awesome, uh, yeah. So I, I, there's multiple reasons why I needed to get home. David Kelly probably just needed to get home because he needed to get back to work or something uh, at the state. So, um, no, nothing Grady said. It was, it was literally all you, honestly. So, but congratulations That's- on turning 45. I, I hope to do that one day. I'm now 45 in two days. Yeah. I, I hope to turn 45 someday. Um, I'm and after much, I do, it depends. Very much looking forward to that. So, um, all right. So, so let's. So, what we're gonna do in the in this very uh, awesome podcast is we're gonna just talk about the games that happened for um, Euro 2020, which is technically taking place in 2021. So, don't let that fool you. Uh, we're also gonna talk very briefly about Copa America. Uh, like I said, MJ's got a uh, AFC World Cup qualifying breakdown. And we'll see. Ben's World Cup qualifying. Ben's World Cup qualifying breakdown. That's the only World Cup qualifying that's happening right now, MJ. There's not any women's World Cup qualifying happening right now. We can just say World Cup qualifying, and it can be assumed that it's men's. When we know it's women's, we will definitely delineate between the men's and the women's. Unless they are gender neutral, in which case we could say they're World Cup qualifiers. Correct. There's not a gender neutral World Cup or non-binary yeah. World Cup right now, but in in the, sometime hopefully in the future there is. But um, so yeah. So let's uh oh, and then by the way, if you are a Patreon member, um, I have the beer, I have the red card rye. I sent everybody an email uh, about like a third of people have either picked it up or have requested a drop off type thing. Um, I'm happy. If you if, if you looked at that email and you saw those days and you weren't able to make any of those days, um, just send send an email back uh, to me, and I'm happy to facilitate uh, a time where we could meet and pick it up somewhere. Um, ideally, you come to the black heart, I meet you at the black heart, we have a beer, I give you a beer, and and everything is everything is kosher. Um, if you are a person who's out of town, uh, obviously I'm very happy to save the beer, hold it in my in my basement, which is you know t- you know temperature controlled and all that. So beer should be fine um and then meet at some point when you're in town we've already I've actually already i met up with a guy from colorado sean uh uh patreon sean who uh met today who actually i gave him his uh bomber of heath out stout as well as his red card rye uh he's in town getting married on friday congrats sean good luck godspeed uh on that so patreon.com uh slash the Daves I know and help support the Daves that you know and to get involved in that beer going forward. I think we're going to do at least two more beers, possibly three. Really depends on a few things. Um, but yeah, if you join at the $3 le- level now, you can get the rest of the beers uh, and, and stay as, a, stay as a, a Patreon member through the end of the year. You can get all three of those beers. So, uh, all right. Let's jump in to Euros. And we'll start with Group A. Um if you remember Rome and uh, Azerbaijan, uh, Baku and Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan are the host cities for these games. Uh, first game, first game of the tournament actually was uh, kicked off 
Last Friday, Italy three, Turkey zero. Anybody have anything on Italy three, Turkey zero, other than me saying that Turkey looked like hot garbage in this match. Italy looked really good. All right. <laughs> Hearing nothing. Anka Kathy E. That's not this game. Uh, Italy dove a lot. It looked like hot garbage, right? Isn't that the thing? Mm. Yeah. I like this, Jessica. It, Italy looked like hot garbage. Well, Turkey looked like hot garbage. Italy did the, we're going to dive around a lot and hard fall a lot and plead and pray to the ref a lot. And that was very kind of him. Yeah, that's, that's like Italy. that's like the opposite of Confi Caffey. That's, that is very UEFA-y. Um, mm -hmm. The diving part is kind of concacafy, but the yeah, the other parts were are not so much. Uh, so the other game, uh, the other uh, first match uh, of this game took place uh, on Saturday the the twelfth. It was Wales one, Switzerland one. I don't have much to say about this game other than it was a pretty a pretty boring game. All right, hearing nothing else. Um, let's, we'll jump to, uh, match day two, actually, because that took place today, as a matter of fact, uh, Wales to Turkey zero. Um, this was a wonderful game. Uh, Wales should have scored four. Gareth Bale missed a penalty. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, um, don't, don't laugh motherfucker. Cause I, uh, missed out on my uh, winning my uh, bet of three of over of two and a half because Gareth Bale missed a fucking penalty. And also Aaron Ramsey missed a sitter. Gareth Bale missed a sitter. Turkey probably should have scored a goal or two. This game should have had like six goals and a two nothing uh, to Wales, but a really good result for Wales. They moved to the top of the group before the next match. We're going to discuss um, on four points and basically more or less solidified uh, their spot in the next round. I mean, not not definitively. They there's still things could happen, but Wales on four points is probably going to the knockout round of the Euros. Okay, and then we had a question about Wales and Turkey. I thought on the Twits. Fair enough. Carry on. Um, I'm just honest. Yeah. No, it's. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see it, but it's possible. Uh, I'll kind of keep an eye out and look for it. Um, so yeah, so then the other, uh, question or the other game from the, uh, group A was Italy and Switzerland, which took place this afternoon. Italy beat Switzerland three to nothing. So Italy has is the first team to secure their uh, place in the knockout round. Um, they are top of the group with uh, six points and a goal differential of plus six. Um, they beat the shit out of Switzerland, and I'm 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 only a little pissed with this game because I had parlayed the uh, Italy winning with an over of plus three and a half for uh, plus five forty. Um, to be fair, I also hedged this bet and, and parlayed and also did a parlay of Italy winning plus uh, over under a plus two and a half. So um, didn't lose any money, 
but could have won a shit ton of money had Italy just done the damn thing and scored a goal or Switzerland just done the damn thing and scored a fucking goal. I blame uh, Shakiri and Granit Xhaka. Granit Xhaka, who definitely looks like a Bond villain from the 1980s. Like, he definitely looks like he was a Bond villain when Roger Moore was uh, was Bond. So He's got dyed hair. Yeah. So, <laughs> any other thoughts on any of these uh, Group A games? I mean, Italy looks really good, guys. I, I don't know what to say. They actually can score goals and they can defend, which is like a very non-Italian trait. Normally they're really good at not allowing goals and they're just really shit at scoring them. But man, they have six goals in uh, two games. That's that's nothing to sneeze at. Okay, way, way back in the day, I think it was during the World Cup, didn't one of the Italian players like bite someone on the French team? Headbutt. Who was that? Zidane? I think it's Zidane, yeah. The French player Zidane. Yeah, French player was Zidane. Uh, headbutted Materazzi. Yeah, he bit an Italian player. Doesn't sound right. Not the other way around. <laughs> so. Could be right. Probably right. I'm not, not right. That was cool. Carry on. <laughs> cool. All right, let's jump to Group B. Uh, that takes place in St. Petersburg in Copenhagen. Uh, this is probably the uh, most interesting of the matches that took place uh, in the first uh, for that first part of uh, of the Euro tournament uh, on the on Saturday, a Saturday morning, Denmark lost to Finland one to nothing. But probably more importantly, Christian Eriksen collapsed on the sideline in the 42nd minute. Um, MJ, Jess, were you guys watching this game at all? I tuned in when I saw the Twitter sphere light up about the collapse because that's who I am. I tuned right in and uh, I know there's a lot of flack about the major broadcast corporations not cutting the feed while he was clearly under medical duress. So I'm that bad person that apparently they didn't cut the feed for so I could still tune in. Luckily, from what I heard, it sounds like Basically, due to folks having the CPR training and an AED on site, uh, that was his, you know, that was the heroics. I can't, um, don't quote me. I'm not positive that's the truth, but that's uh, what I saw some twits about. And, you know, I don't know. I guess I, MJ and I were talking about it on Saturday before the city match which I attended, and I hope I didn't embarrass anyone uh, on the Crows. Can't be helped, I'm excitable. Um, But like, isn't that kind of the day and age we live in? Like they didn't cut the feet on 9-11. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's uh, an interesting conversation. that we're not having <laughs> that I don't think we need to have because we are not an interesting podcast as much as we okay. would love to believe we are. Um, I think there's, there's um, there are pros and cons to, you know, keeping that feed live uh, in spite of his teammates trying to protect him 
because right they all well, got the they all got around him there's and then there's and then there's the the feeds that cut to or the feed that cut to uh his wife or, or partner and i don't think i don't think they're married i think it's a partner girlfriend um and she was on the field thinking that he was dead and literally uh simon k here and, and uh casper schmeichel ran over and said no no he's breathing don't worry he's breathing um so there are like at at what point and there's been a lot of ink spilled about what the um responsibilities were for the broadcasters right espn does not control the feed uefa is the one who controls the feed for that so how responsible is espn for not deciding and same thing with the bbc and any other country that is broadcasting it who like how responsible are they for cutting away going back to the studio um versus uh keeping the the cameras on and trying to explain what is going on if you have a subscription to the athletic there was actually a really great article uh with derek ray who's calling the game um talking about uh what his was going through his mind um for the 14 and a half minutes before they actually like called the match and and cut away so um it's it's really it's actually a really great a really great read i would highly recommend it so Well, I did really love seeing the his teammates around him. That's what I meant by that was the best part in case that was taken out of context by any listeners. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, and then solid. it was it was also great just seeing like the um the Finnish fans like throw flags to the Denmark players to help protect him as they were carrying him off the field so that he was still that he was protected as well. Um, from the TVs and TV cameras and stuff. So, um, yeah, the the finish, uh, the players did as as much as they possibly could, and and as amazingly as they possibly could. Uh, TV stuff, maybe not so much. The MJ, fans, you... the Finnish fans chanting Christian, and then the Denmark fans answering Eriksson. That was also that was like going back and forth. Yeah, spine. That was spine tingling. Um, if yeah, check out that video if you if you haven't. Uh, you haven't yet so uh all right and then so we had an, another game on uh, on saturday belgium three russia zero I mean, this is a pretty standard uh standard game i don't think there's anything uh, much to add mj do you have anything specific when lukaku scored the first goal against russia oh rewind belgium took a knee and the fans in St. Petersburg booed the Belgian team taking a knee. And if you are at all familiar with the supporters groups in for Zenit St. Petersburg, they have been known for treating their own players as well as opposing players that are people of color like shit. So this should be no surprise if you know the history of soccer football in St. Petersburg. But mm. a lot of people who were tuning in that kind of don't watch club football, mostly just watch international football, haven't seen a game in St. Petersburg before, they were like, oh, what's the, oh, wow, what, what, wait, like, why is this going on? Like, what's up with r- Russian fans? And like, oh, yeah. On. 
that's right. Yeah, good, good, good point on that one. And but, then, and then, fucking Lukaku did it. Did the damn thing. Yeah, Lukaku, a black Belgian player, he scores and he runs over to the camera, and his first words are, "Chris, Chris, I love you." Chris being for Christian Eriksen. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that was wonderful. Uh, and then the other, in the other, uh, this is the only other group that we have uh, multiple games for for right now. Uh, Finland beat or uh, lost to Russia one nothing this morning, uh, which sucks because I have Finland um, in my uh, Euro pool with uh, West Berlin and a couple other uh, long time old school dark clouds. So suck to lose that one. Um, Finland had a goal chalked off early on. Uh, for that would have been assisted by Yuka Raitala. Would have been assisted by Raitala. It would have been. A, it was a great goal. It was a bullshit uh, penalty call or not, not, not penalty call VAR uh, VAR reversal. Um, I just don't understand. We don't have to spend ten time on VAR, but like the guy was his. He had his basically his shoulder was just ahead of the Russian defender, but he used his foot to put the ball in the back of the net. And I just don't understand how you can have your shoulder, how you can be in an offside position uh, and have, have an advantage if your foot is actually behind the defender. And that's what is what you use to put the ball in the back of the net. If you, for some reason, have your head or your shoulder in front of the defender, and that is what you use to score a goal. Okay. Chalk it off. Totally understandable. But if it's your goddamn uh, uh, shoulders, what's in front, and your feet are literally behind the defender, there's no advantage being played there. But my two cents. I thought the Finland forward did did score with his head, but it was his foot, huh? No, it was his foot. Yeah, okay. it was bullshit. It was a complete 100% bullshit call. So, uh, all right. Group C uh, is playing played in Amsterdam and Bucharest. Uh, Austria, uh, so this happened on the 13th of uh, June. Austria 3, North Macedonia 1. Uh, MJ, I feel you have some thoughts on this match. Well, so it was looking like a really close game when Goran Pandev, who I mentioned in the PV podcast, ageless wonder Goran Pandev scored to tie it up for North Macedonia at 1-1. But the second half was all Austria. And the third goal that was scored, Austria eventually went up 3-1. And when they went up 3-1, a lot of people saw, and there were a lot of pictures taken, of David Alaba, the captain for Austria, like choking Marco Arnautovic. Marco Arnautovic is going over and yelling and screaming things. And Paul Bogle was over there, like, trying to tackle and choke him. Um, and now... There were lots of theories about this. Arnautovic didn't start. The former West Ham player, uh, maybe he thought he deserved to start, and they were thinking maybe he was yelling at the coach or at fans who think that he shouldn't have started or whatever. Um, It turns out, no. His captain was trying to get him to shut up so he wouldn't get banned from the next match because even though he is Austrian, his dad is of Serbian descent and two of the players on North Macedonia 
are of Albanian descent. We, uh, we, we did not realize we were going to get some uh, uh, sweet uh, Albanian-Serbian uh, disputes in a North Macedonian match, but uh, here we are. We, t- we literally talked about this uh, on the, the preview podcast with regards to uh, Shakiri And Jaka. And know, Jaka, we, yeah. And, and, and to correct what we said, since all of us, I think, were wrong, uh, they are ethnic Albanian, but those two are from Kosovo. Thanks right. to Paul. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. They had their families had to flee Kosovo, not Albania, um, because that's the the former Yugoslav Republic that's really, really close to Serbia that Serbia has not been nice to. So yes, um, but but Serbia also hasn't been nice to North Macedonia, (laughs) and so I mean it's just the and so Alaba was trying to basically get him to shut up and just celebrate the goal. To celebrate, hey, we're winning. You scored a goal. Isn't that awesome? And then a, a second teammate, whose name and number I didn't catch, came over and slapped Arnautovic in the face. And the whole time I'm seeing this is like, okay, Alaba's choking him. A second guy slaps him in the face. Dudes like to be aggro. Like sometimes male players just like when they celebrate, they have to like simulate violence in some way, shape, or form. And that's just how they, you know, they're tightly wound and they need to let loose. And I just thought they were he just kind of his leg, loose. right? It's biologic, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. The boys will be boys, Jessica. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. No, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing. Be. <laughs> Maybe they should but, just have an estrogen supplement. I don't know. But they, they, they yeah, should, no, no. Yes, he, he said some things. UEFA is banning him from the next match. Thank goodness. They are, if it's on the technicality, since they couldn't deem what he said or they couldn't deem what he said if it was like racist or not it's under like inappropriate conduct not offensive language like they're they're saying you shouldn't get this uh mouthy at at the match and so they're banning him for those reasons technically well, and then he comes out and says, I'm not a racist. And you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say it was probably derogatory and discriminatory. Yeah. I'm sure you're just biased as all hell and then aren't aware of the power structures that favor your bias, but whatever. He has friends in almost every country and stands for diversity. So that's a line we've heard. Yeah. So uh, Arnautovic is banned for their next match, uh, which will take place against the Netherlands, who beat uh, Ukraine three to two. Uh, fun match. Yeah, that was that was actually a, a quite fun match. Um, on Bonkers. Sunday the thirteenth as well. Um, it was yeah, it went back and forth. Uh, Netherlands theoretically one of the top five or six uh, contenders for Euros. <laughs> um, apparently decided not to play defense whatsoever. Uh, having Arnautovic out of the, uh, that potential match will be helpful for them. So the, the next matches, uh, I forgot to mention for Group B, um, it's Belgium and uh, Denmark tomorrow, uh, as well as that Austria-Netherlands match, and then North Macedonia and Ukraine uh, also play tomorrow. They play at, at 10 a.m., Netherlands-Austria is at 2 p.m., and then Denmark and Belgium is at 11 a.m. if you want to... Um, go to the black art. Do not go to the black art for the 8 a.m. Ukraine North Macedonia game because the bar will not be open 
Uh, you're just going to get there and the door's going to be closed. I know this because I've spoken to the owner um, as much as I wanted him to open the bar for Ukraine, North Macedonia. N- he had no desire t- to do that for me. So it's like, if you're the only one drinking here, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Group D is in uh, uh, hosted by Lon- London and Glasgow. Uh, the match, the first match was actually the uh, early match on Saturday. England played Croatia in a uh, rematch of the uh, semifinal from World Cup in 2018. England beat Croatia one to nothing this time uh, and looked pretty good. The weird stat was that uh, Croatia had never lost a Euro opener and England had never won a Euro opener. Reverse those trends. Reversal of those trends. Yeah. and then on uh, on uh, Monday, uh, Scotland uh, played host to Czech Republic, and they lost two to nothing to the Czech um, to the Czechs. And Scotland, I, I I worry I worry for Scotland in this tournament. Um, am I the only one who worries for Scotland? Uh, I worry about their mental state because they had most of the possession. They had more shots on goal. They had more expected goals, meaning they had were more dan- in more dangerous areas, and they lost two nothing. Their their best player is a left back who there's no one to cross to. So that's not a recipe for success, unfortunately. Um, as much as I love you, Andy Robertson, you are a golden god. But if you have no one who can put a head on a ball that you cross in, it doesn't matter. It's much, it's, it's the inverse of the problem that we have with Chase Gasper, where he can, he can not put a ball into the, into the box. Um, this guy can put an amazing ball into the box, but on the Scotland side, he has no one who can actually finish the fucking ball. So, uh, so these two, te- these uh, four teams, uh, Croatia and uh, uh, Czechia play on Friday at 11 a.m., uh, England, Scotland. That's a big one. That's uh, that might be, that's a fun game. I'm gonna try to get to the black heart for that one. I'm gonna wake my son's ass up at like 1:45 and get down to the black heart. Uh, that one kicks off at 2 p.m. Uh, on this coming Friday, the 18th. So, all right, and then Group E, uh, which is being hosted by Sevilla and Saint Petersburg. Uh, so that's Spain and uh, um. Oh, no, that's oh yeah, it is also uh, Saint Petersburg. I forgot that they they lost a. There's only eleven actual host cities. Yeah. So, Poland and Slovakia played on the 14th uh, of June. Poland lost that one two one to Slovakia. Um, Jan Gregus came on late in that game after uh, Slovakia had gone up two to one, but played like what like seven minutes something like that. Go loons. Yeah, go loons. I forgot to mention Robin Lude and uh, Yuka Ratala played for Finland um, in both of their games uh, already. Uh, I think Lude and Ratala came off late in the first game. And I think uh, Ratala came off in like the 60th minute this morning and uh, Lude in like the 70th minute or something like that. So, And both played versus Russia and uh, Rashid Shula started versus Russia. That's tr- that's correct. Former loon uh, Rasmus Schuler uh, started versus Russia. Anyways, I so yeah, I uh, remember him being Rasmus Schuler. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
Finnish people are are good looking. What can I say? Um, if he were that, if he looked as hot when he was here as he looked then, I mean, I would have noticed. Okay. Well, du- duly noted, so Rasmus Schuler. Right, Schuler. I think we need to hook Jess up with some Finnish only only fans, uh, uh, dude content, and we'll we'll see how things go. Um, any any <laughs> any other thoughts on uh, Slovakia two Poland one MJ? No. Great. Uh, following uh, later that afternoon, Spain zero, Sweden zero. This game was boring as fuck. That's all I have to say about it. So if there's no nothing else to say. We can move on. It was tactically interesting. But scoring wise, it was boring as fuck. Tactically interesting. Great. Great. Uh, All right. So we get these teams playing again uh, on Saturday. I think, correct? Yeah. Spain, Poland plays at 2 p.m. on saturday um and slovakia and sweden plays oh slovakia and sweden play on friday friday morning at 8 a.m so um that actually might be a a pretty decent game spain poland is actually not bad i I think poland is probably the worst team in this group but that's um they also have robert Lewandowski who can score three goals himself if he really wants to so um so yeah keep that in mind uh, finally, Group F uh, hosts are uh, uh, München and Budapest. Uh, first match was uh, on the 15th. Hungary 0, Portugal 3. MJ, what do you have on uh, uh, the Rapist scoring two goals versus the team that is supported by a shit ton of fascists? Uh, I have nothing about the Rapist known as Cristiano Ronaldo other than in the post game. They were about to do interviews and he went into panic mode because there were a couple Coca-Cola bottles in view of the cameras. And so he's quickly trying to get the Coca-Cola bottles (coughs) out of the view of the camera. And then he holds up his water bottle and he says, whatever the Portuguese word for water is. And Mm -hmm. emphasizing that you know, he's a health conscious person and in his body, he puts water, not soda. And apparently, since this was caught on camera and Cristiano Ronaldo is a bigger influencer than I guess I gave him credit for. Agua, oh, by the way. Oh, it's same as Spanish? Agua? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Romance language. Coca-Cola stock dropped. Yeah, I did. I thought that was fucking hilarious when I when I saw that. Yeah, their stock dropped. Their stock dropped like stop dropped. Uh, stop dropped like six million dollars or six. Who has it? Yeah, two hundred forty-two to two hundred thirty-eight billion dollars. It was it dropped a lot actually. So, yeah, that was funny. Um, its share price dropped one point six percent. Yeah, uh, Hungary Wait, was playing. Yeah, uh, I, I think that was definitely causation. Um, Hungary, uh, we were, I was watching this game at the Black Heart as I watched most of these games. It was funny because uh, they, they kept cutting to this certain section of fan that were in black shirts. Uh, and Wes, 
Wes is like, are those Nazis in those black shirts? I really hope they're not Nazis because they kept cut, like the camera kept cutting to this one section of fans that were on these black shirts. And then um, we looked it up and of course they were the fucking Nazi fans of, of the Hungarian national team. So fucking fascist. So, so we were rooting for Hungary and then we realized this. We're like, Oh, we're not, we don't want to root for Nazis, but then Portugal has Cristiano Ronaldo. So like, I don't want to root for a rapist. Um, I rationed it out by saying Diego, Diogo Jota is on, um, Portugal, they have a Portugal actually has a couple of, of really good young kids that are that are not racist, not rapists or racist. So ultimately ended up cheering for Portugal in this game. Um, but yeah, it was it, it kind of was kind of sucked to see that uh, Ronaldo got two goals in this game. Uh, speaking of the other uh, game of group of death, France won Germany zero. Uh, this one was probably the most the most anticipated game, maybe outside of Scotland, England, which is ha- taking place. Uh, later this week, um, France, the defending uh, World Cup champion, Germany has been has fallen on harder times, but is still probably one of the favorites for the tournament. Uh, France looked really good. Germ- Germany looked OK. Germany had some good chances, I think. And um, but for Matt Hummels deciding to put one in the back of his own net, uh, this pro- game probably should have ended zero zero. Or maybe even Germany won France zero. Um, MJ, we were there at least for the first half watching together. What do you have? What are your other thoughts on France Germany? Uh, like all the own goals that I've seen by center backs in the Euro, I think there's been two of them. The center back's body was pointed towards the goal. His butt wasn't towards the goal. His body was at a nice 45 degree bank, bankable bankable torso pointing towards the net and you just as you're a center back you got to be mindful of that you can't react in time if your body is posi- positioned wrong the ball's going to bounce off of you and it does it's going to go in the wrong direction so Hummel should know better he should 100 percent. i think he's getting his uh um his uh vindication for Yugi Liu leaving him off of the uh, World Cup 2018 roster. <laughs> so, by, by, by scoring own goals? Yeah. like okay. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Whatever. I'm out, man. Um, that, that's boring on MG and on, you know, conspiracy theories. You know? I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. Have you, did, I mean, did you watch that Haiti Canada uh, <laughs> own goal last night? So, yeah. um, Anka Kathy. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else on uh, France Germany, MJ? There was the moment of non-consensual contact, nibbling, um, where German player Antonio Rudiger came up behind French player Paul Bogba and looked like he was fondling or twisting his nipples and nibbling <laughs> on his neck or shoulder. Um, that- and I'm just going to ignore the, the accurate middle reporting that a responsible reporter would, would fill you in on about Pogba getting angry and all that. We're just going to ignore all that. Pogba, quote, said, we had a hug. I don't want him to see him get banned for this. We're right. We're all right. So fill in the gaps with what you want. That's what happened. Oh, it was sexual. 
Very much so. It, yeah, I was going to use the word erotic. But yeah, it was. I mean, like, erotic, sexual. I mean, it, I, yeah. he got up close and personal, and he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he definitely nibbled on the back of his neck, and he definitely uh, t- uh, tweaked those nipples, uh, as it were. So, I mean, that's definitely something um, that I've never done in my entire life because that is not how you treat a, a person man or woman but if you were gonna do that that's how you would do it it's what i've been told by uh the internet so um <laughs> they should get a room they should they should get a room uh so these uh these two teams meet again or these four teams meet again on saturday the 19th hungary and france at 8 a.m uh portugal and germany at 11 a.m this is the the proverbial group of death and this actually leads into uh mj has a couple of big questions for us uh mj why don't you start us off with your first big question of the teams that you thought were going to do well which one surprised you in like really sucking oh you flipped it you flipped it on me oh sorry that's all right we can do that um, man, I, I'm going to say Turkey. I thought Turkey was Turkey had been playing really, really well before the tournament. Um, actually, I thought that they were a dark horse to go deep into this tournament, um, in spite of their, uh, uh, asshole dictator of a dictator. Um, so, and, and they've, and they've, Tater. and they've lost, they've, they've, given up five goals and scored zero. So I, w- I would say Turkey is the team that I, um, there's not really a, a, a favorite that has slipped up so far. I mean, outside of like Germany, but Germany, France, I, I would have expected either a draw or like a one, nothing game to either one of those teams. So of the teams that I maybe thought had a shot at going deep and are probably not going to make it out of the group. Turkey is the one for me. Uh, Turkey was my pick as well. I have just a lot of respect for their coaches and the tactics that they, that they play and how they can be effective. And I didn't expect them to be like lights out, you know, top four making the semifinals, but I didn't then expect them to be at, at zero losses at this or uh, zero wins. Like they have, they have two losses. And no goal scored. They haven't scored a goal. Yeah, yeah. No goal scored and, and, and two losses. So that is really disappointing. The other one that I will mention that you can put an asterisk by is Denmark. Right. I think it's hard. Let's see what Denmark does with Belgium tomorrow. Um, obviously, they have the asterisks of, of Christian Eriksen, you know, uh, having a cardiac uh, event on the pitch. And then being forced to play a game 90 minutes after he's taken to the hospital. I, I, I don't put anything. I, I don't put that on Denmark at all. Um, no, I think they'll be, I think they'll be fine. I think they, I, they, I think they actually they legitimately will get through because um, they're much better than Russia. Um, I think Finland is going to need a result against Belgium, you know, and then if, if Denmark gets a result, beats Russia, they're, they're through as either, uh, in second or a well qualified third place team. So, what if Finland 
Oh no, they 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 already lost to Russia. That game's they did, yeah. They lost to Russia today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That which sucked. They should have yeah. They got fucking jobbed. But anyways. It it, it sucks, but that means we get Lud and Rytella back sooner, right? If they finish fourth, yes. Yeah. So Go Loon. Uh, <laughs> go go loons. Uh Jess, do you have uh a team you thought what that wasn't going to be good, but is, or what thought was going to be good, but isn't. It's fine if you don't. No. Just say Germany. Uh, no. Uh, no. Okay. Just here for the ride. That's fair. All right, MJ, your other question, and then uh, then we'll then we'll uh, grab a break after that. Basically, the converse of the previous question. Which team did, were you not expecting to do well at all and is kind of surprised you? Uh, do you want to start, MJ? Your question? I don't want to steal your answer again. So, I was going to say Ukraine. Okay. Because even though they lost 3-2, to two, Netherlands, as you pointed out, is one of the top teams in this competition, not just in their group. They're expected to be – and they were down yeah. – Two, two nothing and they lost or they, they came back and tied it up two two to to be fair the netherlands is managed by frank de boer so also they don't care about defense <laughs> also um, they don't care about defense yes but it was if you had seen previous ukraine teams that played a more conservative very booted up your striker maybe they can do something with it or boot it deep and then try to create a turnover in the midfield they were doing more things like playing out the back attacking with numbers going forward trying to support the ball they were playing a more attractive attacking style of soccer thanks to andre shevchenko and that was fun to watch uh yeah that's fair um you know, I, I'm going to, this is an obvious answer because we, I've, this is one of the only teams we've seen play two times. Uh, Wales, the Wales yeah. team looked really, really good today. Um, Gareth Bale uh, and Aaron Ramsey seem to be on another level of togetherness in terms of their, their, their passing and their connection. Um, Wales, as I mentioned earlier, should have scored four or five. Gareth Bale missed a penalty when he overthought. And uh, I mean, go, go find it on YouTube. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's there or on Twitter or whatever. Um, he did a little stutter step jump and then the goalkeeper committed and he shot it at the, basically at the goalkeeper, but then like 10 feet over the bar, instead of like shooting it in the opposite direction. It was, it's, it was a funny thing. If you are uh, someone who is, not a Gareth Bale fan. Um, but yeah, the, the Walsh team looked really good today. They looked really good against Switzerland and managing a game. Um, we'll see what happens with Italy. Like if they beat Italy, they're top of the group. Uh, and that would be huge for Wales. Wales made a run to the semifinals of the last Euro tournament. Um, I don't think anybody expected them to do that again. I think they have a, a very uh, legitimate uh, possibility of making it to the quarterfinals or, or semifinals of the, of this tournament. And as someone who, to be fair, I picked Wales in my uh, uh, Euro pick'em bracket. I'm very excited for Wales to do really well. So, uh, all right, let's take a quick 
quick break unless just unless you have anything you want to throw in there okay nope quick break uh when we come back we'll talk uh the uh afc men's world cup qualifying and uh very quickly some copa america stuff we'll be right back you want me to be that type of dude and i want to be who you like me to but we All right, and we are back. Uh, we have a, a couple of other uh, continental uh, tournaments taking place. Uh, first one, and then we're gonna we're gonna just I'm gonna just give this one over to MJ um, to uh, to to briefly indulge us in what uh, uh, the AFC, the Asian Football Confederation Men's World Cup qualifying looks like so far. Round two is over, and. The World Cup qualifying, sorry, men's World Cup qualifying for AFC doubles as the Asian Cup qualifier, which I think is brilliant. One, because it's COVID happened and every one of these international breaks is on crunch time and trying to squeeze in more matches. And so why not? Asian Cup being the Champions League, or not Champions League, the, uh, it'd be like the Euros, right? The Euro. Asian Cup is the AFC as Euros is, is to UEFA, or the Gold Cup is to Congress. So uh, they're doing both World Cup qualifying and Asian Cup qualifying at the same time. Round two is over. There are plenty of teams from round two that are advancing in Asian Cup, but in the World Cup qualifying, we're down to only 12. So round three draw is on July 1st. Play begins September 2nd, only a year later than it was supposed to. And the qualified teams are from Group A, Syria, winner of the group, and China PR as runner-up. Australia from Group B, Iran, uh, one Group C, just barely, like by one point, over Iraq. And Iraq's going through two, which is super awesome. In Group D, Saudi Arabia, from Group E, Qatar, but oh, oops, they're the host. So they were just in it for Asian Cup qualifying. They're going through because they're the host, but they're not in qualifying anymore. And then the runner-up, Oman, Group F, Japan, Group G, UAE, wins the group, Vietnam, the runner-up. And finally, in Group H, South Korea, winner of the group, Tagu Warriors, Tagu Warriors and Lebanon gets the runner-up. So those 12 teams will be split into two groups of six, and then they do the AFC thing, which for those of you who aren't familiar with AFC Men's World Cup qualifying, the top three of those go on where the four, the top two from each group qualify, the third place teams from each group play a head-to-head, and the winner of that has to play another confederation, which I think is CONCACAF, to go through. Cool. So who are uh, – I, I, I honestly, MJ, I will confess I have no um, feel for AFC football right now. Um, oh. who, who are the favorites, and uh, who do you expect to go through outside of, obviously, Qatar? Um, because, you know, they uh, – 
spend a lot of oil money to get a World Cup in their in their uh, right home state. They they basically outspent UAE in oil money, and so that's why they're hosting. Yeah, who are um, the favorites? AFC is divided into two large regions: the West and the East. The West are most of the teams that you would know as Middle Eastern or Central Asia. If you don't know what Central Asia is, that's the stands. So. Uh, the the east being far east asia and southeast asia and all the islands that go along with that so out of the east it's the same every four years you see australia japan korea those three teams should do really well in the west it's a little it looks a little new this year uh syria if they qualify this would be the first World Cup um, finals, they call it, the final 32. This would be the first World Cup they would qualify for. They won their group. Now, they won their group because China did something idiotic and drew in the Philippines nil-nil. But still, uh, this could be historic for Syria. Do, do they do they split it up uh, west versus east or is it is it seated in in or is it a random they draw? They usually split it up west versus east, but this time they are seeding based on FIFA rankings. So, okay, the the top two when they do the draw on July first, the top two one and two will be drawn into two. The next three and four will be drawn into. So it's not being okay. done by region. Cool. Well, that, good. Good. Good for them. Um, uh, no, Australia uh, is normally Saudi Arabia and UAE are both really, really strong. Okay. Um, you know, I really want Vietnam to do well. Justin Paul asked, "What pick a team that that hasn't made it before, has never qualified?" And he mentioned Syria. Well, Syria has good chances, but uh, I really would like to see Vietnam qualify. They're not going to qualify, but I, that would be the one that I would like to see, if only because of the cool supporters groups that would come out. To the Blackheart or wherever in in St. Paul, that would just be awesome. Uh, yeah, that would be it. Would be really cool. Um, and if you are a night owl, these games take place in the middle of the night uh, over here in the U.S. So you can, uh, um, and they're they're you know they're not unattainable if you know uh, the right people or two to uh, hook you up with uh, with some some not shady links at all so and on that note if you want to watch afc and don't have a means or know how to do that you should dm me yeah uh at, at mj matsui that is your that is your connection if you if you want that sweet sweet drug of uh asian uh confederation football uh all right Let's talk about another sweet fucking drug, which is Copa America, which is combable. Uh, combable, it should literally be, a, a, there should be literally a drug called combable because uh, you can't watch combable soccer and not just like want to snort it straight into your nose and then like want to suck a dick because you're like, oh my God, I need more of that. So uh, Copa America is happening this year. It's happening a little differently. Uh, than it normally does because normally there are four groups of uh, or three sorry three groups four teams. Normally Copa America invites uh, normally some actually some uh, Asian Confederation teams and or a team from Concacaf 
uh, to play in their tournaments, but because of uh, um, COVID and lots of other things, it's they're just they're just playing it within the continent this year. So South America has ten teams uh, on the continents uh, that are considered part of Comebol. Um I will also point out that this tournament. <laughs> I will also point out this tournament was supposed to be co-hosted by Colombia and Argentina. Argentina. Um, it was pulled from Colombia because of civil unrest. And so Argentina was like, okay, we'll, we'll just host the entire tournament here. And then it was pulled from Argentina because they were like their COVID cases spiked. So Brazil was like, Hey, let me pull my dick out here. We have civil unrest. We have spiking COVID cases. Just do it here in fucking Brazil. We can do both uh, at the same fucking time. Now there was there's a very hot second there where it was it it was seemed likely that they would just do Copa America in the U.S. and they would do it they would actually play matches at Allianz Field because Allianz Field is available during most of the Copa America times and and the Gold Cup in all of their infinite wisdom decided to do all of their matches in all of the COVID parts of the U.S. So like oh yeah we can do like Copa America could do their stuff in like you know, California and Seattle and Portland and Minnesota and Chicago and places where, you know, we generally have COVID under control. Um, But no, they decided Brazil where a there's civil unrest and B COVID cases are spiking at their highest points. And just have a world cup. Not that long ago that Shakira sang the song for Waka Waka. They did. Yes. In 2018. The one that the U.S. did not qualify for, FYI. It's so um, So anyways, uh, so, so we have two. One groups. could argue that there is more civil unrest against Bolsonaro in Brazil than there is in Colombia. And one could argue that because Bolsonaro has res- got COVID and was initially a COVID denier and science denier, that it's way worse in Brazil than it is in Argentina. Oh, there's there's don't cry for me, so, Argentina. So there's literally there's MJ, there's literally no arguing that. It, that is hundred percent the case. Like it's it's so commonable's priorities and reasoning is just it's I mean it's I know it's commable, but fuck. It's one hundred percent insane that they're doing this. It's a hundred percent insane that they're doing this. Anyways, they've had uh one match day so far. Um so it's groups of five. Uh, group A, the North group, uh, is Brazil, Colombia, Peru, Ecuador, and Venezuela. Um, match day one, Brazil beat Venezuela 3-0. Colombia beat Ecuador 1-0. Uh, I've watched, I watched very, I've watched very little amounts of uh, uh, Copa America, but that uh, pretty much tracks with what I think should happen or would have happened. Um, however, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna say, if you like batshit crazy soccer combable you have to watch combable soccer it's fucking insane what's um, combable it's the confederation uh sudamericana yes yeah, so it's it's, it's, it's basically south america it's all of south america minus the caribbeans like so the caribbean islands and, and all that stuff um mexico and all Federing that is, is part of Concacaf. yes and then combable is basically South America. It's it's just the 10 countries that are in South America. And the way the acronym works, because this makes total sense, is it's the CON from Confederacion. It's the ME from Sudamericana. 
and bowl from football. Hmm. Yeah, naturally. So that obviously go, go on the So so if you want to watch uh so match day two for group a kicks off tomorrow uh today probably when you're listening to this uh games are at four and six most uh four and or yeah no yeah four and like seven i think uh most days um so match day two is tomorrow match day three is on sunday match day four is a week from today on wednesday and then match day five is sunday the 27th and then they get into the knockout rounds so knockout round for this tournament too is actually weird because Four teams are going to make it into the into the knockout round. The only team that's not going to make it is probably Venezuela or Ecuador. I guess we're calling a spade a spade. Um, just really depends a on... Call fig a fig. <laughs> Call fig a fig. Um, depends on who beats, who wins versus Venezuela and Ecuador. Probably. And if Rodrigo is listening to this pod, I know he probably doesn't have time, but that means we're calling that Peru's going to make it. Oh yeah, Peru's 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 definitely making it to the knockout round. Uh, group B, the, the South group is, uh, Paraguay, uh, Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, and Bolivia, uh, match day one, Argentina and Chile, uh, drew one, one, uh, Paraguay beat Bolivia three to one. So, um, Uruguay did not play obviously in that one match day two takes place on Friday, a match day three is on Monday, match day four, Thursday, the 24th and match day five is Monday, the 28th, um, I, I like Uruguay in this group, honestly. I, I know Argentina is probably the favorite. Chile probably second favorite. Uh, but Uruguay still has uh, Luis Suarez. And, man, the guy is fucking sexy and is good at soccer. <laughs> and I Bolivia. Mean, and Bolivia. If, if, you, if you like cannibals, if you like nibble, I, nibble. I, I do. Nibble, nibble. I, like, I like nibbles. I like yeah, nibbles, If you man. like more nibble, nibble, Luis Listen, uh, you know, I've never, I've never been one to say no to someone nibbling on, uh, on my neck. So, um, and Bolivia is not going to get out of this group. What's, can we, can we call that one? Yeah. Yeah. Bolivia is going to be last place. Yeah. So So, it'll just be, you know, the seating of the other four teams will be kind of important. Right. No one wants to play Brazil. Yeah. No, yeah. No one wants to, to, to cross against Brazil or, I mean, or Colombia. Colombia is a, will be a tough, a tough out too. Oh, for sure. For, for most teams. So, um, so yeah, so that's I mean Copa America is, is fun. It's a it's a fun tournament. It's it's a weird tournament this year because normally most of these tournaments you have games playing every day, but they have they have to take multiple days off because you can't make these players play every other day when they've been playing, you know, basically every three days for the last, you know, year and a half. Um but it's a fun tournament and, and again co- again, combo ball soccer is I, I want to say it's the purest form of soccer. It's, it's just batshit crazy balls to the wall. We don't give a fuck about you and we're going to fuck you up kind of soccer. And that's the kind of soccer that I love. So uh, Jess, MJ, anything you want to add on, uh, on Comable and, and Copa America? Otherwise we can log off, I guess. And uh, I can maybe edit this podcast before the night's over. I would read Justin's question, but I answered it already. So, uh, oh yeah, he did, but he did ask a question about um, what was it? Uh, any quirky, eccentric, infuriating local TC supporter stories thus far from watching Week One of Euros? Um, I will say not so far. Uh, there was, I don't know. I've only watched at the Black Card, so I've not. I I know there's other places that are probably showing uh, the Euro soccer. And that are more 
uh, specific to uh, the cultures of the, of the teams and stuff. Um, did have a, a, a very a large contingent this morning for Finland, Russia uh, that were very much rooting against Russia, but for the Finns and none of the people were, were Finnish at all. Um, I was the closest to being Finnish in that my wife is Swedish and Norwegian. So, <laughs> so that was, so that's, that was fun. Um, yeah. Do, a, a, anything from you guys on that? I would guess probably not. During France, Germany, it was obvious that at one end of our, there, there was a, a France contingent. Okay. But, you know, I don't know if they had any French blood. They didn't have any French accents. You know, they were U.S. French supporters. They, they were they were just fucking Paul Pogba fans, weren't they? Yeah, or Mbappe fans. Probably Paul Pogba fans. Anyways, there's a, there's a large Paul Pogba contingent in the in Minnesota, and and fuck and fuck that Paul Pogba contingent. I don't know. I don't care who you are. Fuck you. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Fuck Why you. do we have this contingent? Uh, because people are assholes, Jess. Sometimes. Sometimes. Or they're as, as I try to for a club people in a country tournament, and so they end up being Manchester United fans, and they'll just cheer for whoever mm-hmm. Manchester United is on. Yeah, I mean, as I try to explain to my kids sometimes, as I'm like ripping toys from his hands because he's being an asshole. Some people are just assholes. Yeah, and... I, what I tell my team is, uh, people are generally uglish, ugly selfish and stupid That's and so cool. uh, you heard it here look, first look at your co-host so, right here so you, truly you are one of those three identify it right now listener one of those stupid. three please rate and review the podcast uh subscribe follow whatever the hell that means dave's patreon.com uh backslash the dave's i know at tdikm on twitter i'm at texas Zeller. MJ's at MJ Batsui. Jess is at Jessica 14408392. Please follow that handle if you possibly can remember what I just said. Or back it up. 0839 or 2. Or back it up 15 seconds and then listen to us say it uh, again one more time. Uh, we've been the names you know. 0839 or 2. We've been the names you know. This is the day. And work it out Cause we both know We can't do nothing at all Oh, oh, yeah Oh, 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 oh. We did we, we do our thing, son Long as you do yours, land here Become feet, con Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son Do the act we attract to Hope to reach one uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing Do it do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all, 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 y'all,